Hello, Skyhawks, and welcome back to the Southridge Skyhawk Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Traeger. Elijah's out sick today, but we got it covered. We have a very important guest on the show today. We also have a very important topic because you have heard that we are starting sports up again. So our guest today, let's all say hello to uh, our athletic director, Miss Shoemaker. Hello, Miss Shoemaker. Hello, Mr. Traeger. It is great to have you on the podcast, uh, especially because we have put out an announcement that sports are starting up again. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. We have lots of kids already signed up, wanting and excited to go. All right. So this podcast is going to be dedicated to talking about sports, what they look like, how this process works and how it's getting up and rolling again. So the first question I'll have for you, Ms. Shoemaker, is what does sports look like as we reopen, as we restart and get sports going again? So we are what we are calling season one, and it will start uh, as of Monday, November 9th. Uh, Sports can start. Not all sports are going to start on Monday. Some are going to wait to start, but it can be a sport – Uh, fall, winter, or spring sport can start on November 9th. A lot of coaches are already communicating that they are starting or when they're starting. Hopefully they've gotten the word out what needs to happen to start, and we could talk about that in a few minutes. But as of right now, we have most team sports are starting on the week of Monday next week. Some are starting the following week. So what are those sports? Those would be uh, football, basketball, softball, baseball, volleyball, um, are really the main sports happening right now. We're going to start some wrestling. They will mainly be in the uh, wrestling room. So that's exciting. We are going to be going twice a week for the sports. So if you are a basketball player, then you're going to get to go twice a week 90 minutes. Um, If you are a two-sport athlete, you could go four times a week, two times with, say, basketball and two times with baseball. So four total or a total of six hours in a week total that you could be um, active and involved participating with your sport. And it's not too late to sign up. So if you want to do that, you can absolutely sign up and make sure you have all your paperwork in. All right. So it sounds like if I'm a multi-sport athlete, all the seasons and all the sports are going to kick off at the same time. Um, And what was the date again? November? Uh, 9th, Monday. Monday, November 9th. So um, if I play a fall sport and a winter sport, I can do both of those at the same time. So let's say you are a girls soccer player. So you could go on, I think they're going Mondays and Thursdays. And if you are a girl basketball player, then I think they're going Tuesdays and Fridays. So you would be going four days a week for 90 minutes each day. Could you go two sports in one day? You could. If there's uh, two sports happening on that day, say football and basketball, and they 
have one at 315 to 445 and the other one starts at 515, you could do both. So you could go for up to three hours in one day, um, which would be a lot if you haven't been real active, but you could do that and um, be a part of both sports. So how are the sports being scheduled in, in their practice time slots? What does that look like? So each coach is trying to work together so that um, boys sports, if you play one of the boys sports, that there's no overlap. So that if you choose to do the two sports, that there's no overlap, but the coaches are talking and working together on that schedule so that kids don't have to choose, which would be a hard thing to have to do right now if you like two sports um, a lot. So they're working really well together to make that a possibility for everyone. All right. And so uh, I know that we only, well, we probably only have a few every year. Uh, students that are three sport athletes. What if that's the case? Is there any type of way to get more than two sports going? Um, what would we do for a three sport athlete? And I know that's only probably a couple kids, if any. Yeah. So we, you would need an exception to do three sports because one, that would be an awful lot for one week. So you would want to talk to myself and we would get an exception for you to get to do that. We have quite a few that um, kids that might do say uh, football, wrestling and track. So you are a three sport athlete, but what we know right now is we're, track is not going to start up right away. And, and you could talk to that coach and see if what you're doing is going to help benefit you during the track season. So maybe not have to fit in a track workout. So um, a lot of those are maybe all those sports aren't going right now, even though you are a three sport athlete, but um, we would need to have a conversation about that because that would be an awful lot. So it sounds like if you're a three-sport athlete, there's an approval process with you and possibly our principal as well. Yeah. Just a conversation, a great one to have, right? right. Um, yeah. Now, that's great. It sounds like it's all starting up. We got it organized and there's a plan in place. So now talk to me a little bit about students getting registered for athletics. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because that's probably step number one, get registered, right? Yep. So it's... Uh, we've sent out lots of uh, information. It's been on social media that you need to be registered. Uh, the easiest way probably would be to go to our Southridge website. You would go under athletics and then it says registration and you would click on that. And you have to have actually four things to play sports. You need to have your participation form. You need to have a current physical you need to have um, a COVID waiver uh, signed. Um, and then you need to have gotten on a list with the coach so that they know that you're coming because we can only have so many kids on a facility at one time. So coaches need to know that you're gonna come. So what if you don't know who your basketball coach is? You can go on that website and it will tell you who your coach is and you can email them and reach out to them. So four things that you have to do before you leave and come to practice on that day. So it sounds like there's a little bit of protocol set in place um, for, for our safety, for you know, COVID-19 and, and being uh, responsible there. 
Um, can you tell us a little bit, when I get to campus, because I'm coming to my practice, what will the process look like? So it's going to look a little different than what it has been in the past. Every athlete has to come through the doors towards, on the athletic side, have to come through those doors. Doesn't matter if you're going to be outside, inside, in the weight room, doesn't matter where you are. You have to come to those main doors and I will be there and I will be making sure that you have all of your forms done and you're registered, ready to go. The COVID one is going to be the little bit more difficult one because if you have a paper copy, you can hand it to me or you can print it out from the website. You can do it on the website. It's just the, it hasn't been out there as long and it's not necessarily part of the full registration. So you're going to come to the door. You're going to see me, which is going to be exciting. Um, I'm going to check to make sure you're checked off. I'm going to make sure you have a mask and I'm going to make sure you have a water bottle with your name on it because obviously we're not sharing and we're not using drinking fountains. So a mask and a water bottle with your name on it. I'm going to send you through the doors. Uh, if you have a phone, you're going to uh, scan the QR code. If you don't have a phone, we'll have um, some people that have phones that will scan it for you. You're going to ask, uh, it's going to ask you about five or six questions. So it's going to ask you your name. It's going to ask you uh, if you have a water bottle. It's going to ask you if you've been to someone with COVID in the last 48 hours. So there's a few questions on the QR code. Then you're gonna check in at the table. They're gonna make sure that you are cleared, that you've answered all the questions on the QR code. And then we're gonna give you a ticket. Just a little ticket that you're gonna take to your coach to wherever you're going. So if you're going to the football field or the um, outside turf, if you're going to the uh, weight room or to the gym, you would then take that ticket, hand it to your coach. And that ticket tells your coach you are cleared, ready to go. And the unfortunate thing or the inconvenient thing is we have to do this every day that you come on campus. You have to go through those same steps. Once you're cleared, I'll obviously know that. And then you'll do the QR code, make sure you have a water bottle, face mask. We'll have some extra face mask if someone forgets it. And um, your ticket, and then you'll take it to your coach every time yeah. you come on. And so also, I would encourage students, bring your patients too. Yeah. Uh, it's a new system, but it's a system to protect us, and it's a system to keep sports going. Um, you know, the last thing we want to do is be irresponsible and all of a sudden have things have to be shut down again um, or stopped uh, temporarily. And so um, bring that patience and bring that greater understanding that this is to keep things going. Um, and we'll get used to the new process. It'll be pretty pretty good and smooth after a little bit. So um, I know the big question that everyone's asking is, will there be a season for my sports? Can you jump into that real quick? Sure. So right now we are in season one. On December 7th, 1st of December, the OSAA, who runs all of our sports for the state of Oregon, is going to make a decision. So what decisions are they going to make? One, they're going to make a decision if we have a season two, which is our winter sports, basketball, wrestling, and swimming. They're going to make that decision. So when they make that decision, that's probably going to then lean into a conversation about season three and four. So um, on December 7th, they will make that decision. Let's say they decide we don't have a season two. So winter sports is not going to happen. 
then we would extend season one and continue practicing until season three. And maybe a month before season three, they'll make a decision if we have season three and season four. So season three is our football, volleyball, soccer, cross country. Right. And so um, even, you know, if I'm an athlete, and even though there's a still a big question mark around whether I'll have a season or not, to me, getting practice going and engaging with my teammates and my coaches and and, and participating in practice of a sport that I'm passionate about um, is big. Because if I'm also an athlete, I'm also thinking about the future, you know, the year of 21 and 22, um, and having sports then and, and, and not being part not participating right now. And as an athlete, that's, that's going to be a, a, a struggle and an issue if we do nothing until we can all get back together in full capacity. So what a great opportunity for athletes right now. Um, Ms. Shoemaker, is there anything you would like to add? Anything you feel like we're missing out? Because this is a great start um, to a conversation of getting familiar with what's going on and getting ready to start. So, I, and I think the big, the big um, conversation that's been happening is we are so excited to start to get kids back on our campus and back playing sports. I think our coaches' biggest thing right now is they want to see kids. They want to be with kids. They want to work out with kids. And I think when, when we think about kids that are missing being here, we have coaches that are so excited to see their athletes and to to come back together and work together. And, you know, we, we're not going to necessarily focus on running plays. We're going to focus on just coming back together, working on some skills, um, being excited to see each other. Maybe we're building our program back up. We have lots of kids that are signed up that are excited to do this, but we also have lots of coaches that are equally as excited to see their kids and just get going again. All right. If there's any questions that students and student athletes have, or even parents of, of, of student athletes, if there's any questions that maybe they still have after listening to this podcast, where should they go? How should they reach out, Ms. Shoemaker? So they can always obviously reach out to me. And I will tell you, I get lots of emails um, all day. And sometimes I have to, when I get home from being at work, I answer those. Um, coaches know a lot of answers as well. So you can always reach out to your coach. If you're not sure of your coach, go to the website. There's uh, Mrs. Rogers, who is our athletic assistant. She's a good person to answer those questions as well. Um, you can pick up the phone and call. Probably email is the easiest and the quickest way to get uh, information back out. All right, so let's sum this up. Sports are starting up again. Get registered with the athletic department and find out when your sport, whether it be a fall, winter, or spring sport, is getting up and going for their practice sessions. And then let's get back to work. Have fun. Come and have some fun. Really what it's about right now. All right. Well, Ms. Schumacher, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for all the effort and time put into getting sports up and running again and also keeping our community and our students safe along with our coaches and just Thank you for your passion for athletics. Thank you for your passion for student engagement. And we really, really, really appreciate the work 
um, that you're doing for our school and our community. Um, we always sign out of the podcast um, with, uh, with our classic uh, Skyhawks, you stay classy and go Hawks. So will you say go Hawks with me when we get there? Absolutely. Southridge, if you are not yet subscribing to this podcast, uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe or that follow button. Make sure that you're following us on hawk.talk on Instagram as well, because we'll be putting more information as needed out to our community. Skyhawks, like always, you stay classy and go Hawks!